Welcome to the Profits in Pajamas podcast. I'm Danielle DeTeach, or Coach Danny D, and I help women to create luxury brands by creating processes and tightening their branding. This is where we talk about how to build your business in a way that allows you to work with ease and enjoy your life. My happy space is spending as much time as humanly possible in my pajamas. And I want to help others to find their happy space while still running profitable businesses. So get comfortable and let's dig in. Hello and welcome to episode six And today's topic is going to be letting your branding work for you. We have a guest today. We have Kayla Lewis, and I'm going to introduce you to her in one second. I'm Coach Danny D, and I am the owner of Workflow, where I help small businesses play big. The Profits in Pajamas podcast is all about profiting with ease. So, I love to be in my pajamas, as you can see, if you're watching this, as opposed to listening to the audio. And I love the concept of being able to have your business and do it with ease without having to feel bogged down under your business. So I was so excited to have Kayla come on. I have known her for a very long time. Um, We, you know, we could say we grew up together, but um, I've been enjoying watching her in her journey um, as a communication strategist, you know, in our adult life. Like she is the branding bestie. And I, you know, was just very excited to find an opportunity for us to do something together and collaborate. So she's a communication specialist with over 16 years experience in PR, branding and marketing. And I know she don't look like she can have 16 years of experience. If if you're watching, you can see that the skin is not giving it, giving the age away. Um, and she's passionate about honing in on her client's true voice and um, through brand identity, consistency throughout their communications platform. So Kayla, welcome. Hey, Coach Danny D. Thank you for that warm, warm welcome. I'm excited to be here. Uh, You know, I love a great theme. So when you said the podcast, I uh, automatically loved it because it was profits and pajamas. So I'm here too. If you can see, I'm in my pajamas as well. So, you know, I love it. So I am ready and excited to start talking tonight. All right. I am so excited to have you here. So First, I just want to open up with you telling us a little bit about your story and becoming the branding bestie. Like, how did you get there? What was, you know, what was the thing that brought you into entrepreneurship? I always love knowing people's journey. Coach Sanity. So, you know what? I've always had the entrepreneur bug, um, but I always worked full time. And so, Imagine wanting to do something, but you hadn't done it. And it really, my entrepreneurship started something something out of a joke. And when I say that, I'm an LSU alum. And so about two years ago, LSU was having this amazing run for the national championship. And if you're from New Orleans, like me, um, their whole theme was centered around the local New Orleans song, Get the Get. And growing up in New Orleans, I was super excited about hearing it. It was great. And you know what I said? One day when that promotion came out on social media, I said, this is what I want to do. I found my dream job. I want to work for LSU football team working on their social media, their digital media, because if this is what it's like, this is for me. And on that post, which started off as a joke, right? Um, And I was living in another state. People started pouring in on my feed, like, this is you, you do this, you got this, you are a communications person, you've always been doing this. And then I had DMs, there's a job opening at the SEC, you should apply. There's this opening here, there. And then I had the DMs that said, my boss is looking for a new social media marketing person, a new branding person. Send me what you've done for the past few agencies that you work for, and I'm going to pitch you. 
And literally that's how it started. It started off as a feel good joke. I love this feel. This is where I think my dream job is to having three clients out the gate. So it really jumped off real quickly. Um, but it took that experience that I had to move it, to keep it going. So that is so beautiful to me. One, because, you know, I, I accidentally got into entrepreneurship as well. So that, that in and of itself is just hilarious to me. But two, it, it speaks to what having a great circle is about. It speaks to, you know, community and people pouring into you because sometimes people see something for you that you don't see for yourself. And, you know, just like, like you said, you said that as a joke, but the community, one, you put it in the universe, I did. which you makes stuff, which makes stuff real. I mean, you know, I know a lot of people don't believe that, but try it, put something that you really want that you think is crazy into the universe and see how quickly that, that, that crazy off the wall thing becomes a reality, but two, just to have people say, but yeah, you should, you really should. So I'm glad that you listened. (laughs) You know what? Absolutely. Because you're right. I'm one who believes in vision boards and manifestation and prayer, but I wasn't even thinking about that for myself. Like at that moment, it literally was a joke. It was like, man, this is amazing. I cannot believe this is their social media campaign. This is too hype. Like it just, it just felt good. It had great energy. It, it embodied things that I thought out, you know, that I am. And I was like, you know what, I, I could do this. If this is what work could feel like, this is what I wanted to feel like. And it was born. And that is beautiful too, because I think that we, you know, we're, we're soulless bag of goods almost that work has to look a certain way. Business has to look a certain way. It has to feel a certain way. And that's one of the big things that I'm trying to get people to see. It can look however you want it to look. It can be fun. It can be something that you enjoy doing. You know, it that's not just like a cliche or a thing that people say. It's like, you just have to, you know, be willing to go after that thing and carve out that thing that really sings to you. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. So one thing I want to touch on, you know, um, with your story that I thought was so um, interesting when we were speaking um, before this, you were talking about how you had to make a shift and how you initially were running your business and how that shift turned everything around as far as your stress as a business owner, your work-life balance. Tell me a little bit more about that. So, you know, um, when I first started, you know, because I wasn't doing it many years, I had the experience, I knew what to do. But when I first was starting out trying to get clients, I started off with saying, you know, we're going to do this for a three month commitment, right? Because you, you know, if you're going to join, we're going to do it for three months at a time. Now, what that did for me, right, that was very, very stressful because I was thinking about this. How do I keep my clients happy? I know they're going to be happy in three months, but at the four month, at the four month mark, is it time for them to leave? So I have to keep finding new clients at a three month mark to keep them on board. And that was really no way to like grow or scale my business. And I started working with a business mentor. And one of the things that we actually talked about is why does it have to look like this? You know, does it have to look like this? So from there, I decided that we're going to do a year. Anyone who is working with me in branding and marketing for true change, it's at least a year commitment. But I did that not just because of the stress for me, but it also shows turnaround because when you are working on your business, when you are building a brand, that doesn't happen overnight. I know you see those people on social media, whether it's Instagram or YouTube, and the numbers are going up. And some of that, they pay for that, right? But true organic growth takes time. So part of that was a shift in mindset of having my clients trust me. Because yes, you're going to be happy in three months, but you're going to really see that growth 
in a year because we can we can do some benchmarks. So yes, that was a pivot for me because it was, you know, it gave me the amount of time to not be as stressed. It gave me time to be more with my family, but it also was a great thing for my clients because we can build on that. So if you're working with me, we're gonna work for that year and make these milestones to grow your brand. And it's gonna be authentic and you're gonna know it's not gonna happen overnight. And you know, what I'm hearing with that is that it was great for you and for your client. And I think a lot of times when we're ready to make a shift, we get so worried about when we know the shift is going to benefit us. We get so worried about what that means for the client. But in most cases, what's best for us is also best for our client. Um, Like you said, you know, with business, I mean, three months is nothing, you know, you, you know, three months is, you know, how long it takes just for people to, to realize that you're on the scene, you know, so. And when you're new starting out, you think that three months buys you something, right? You're like, oh, I get it. But that three months comes so quick and you're sitting here trying to justify, but see, you had this, this amount of growth and, and you have X amount of this. And as you kind of see, you turned around and had these sales. It's, it was just too stressful because three months is a blink of an eye. It it's really is. A- like when you're the business owner and you're starting something or you're building something as the business owner, I feel like that three months feels like three years. But when you're the consumer mm-hmm. on the outside, that three months is like 30 seconds. Preach. It does. I mean, because they just figuring out who you are. Like, right. They're like, oh, wait, isn't that that lady that does that thing? I think and you're I like, thought- what you mean that lady that does that? I've been doing this for you know what? years now. <laughs> you're right. You, you know, they're like, I, and it takes consistency, right? So like, even for them to even remember you, you have to start being consistent and showing up daily. So yeah, they might notice you in three months, but that's because you were consistent. Right. In three months and consistent, whatever that consistency looks for you. You know, like I try to tell my clients, I'm not saying that you have to start off posting five days a week. I'm saying you need a consistent thing. And when you can post that people start to look up for you, because what happens is people start expecting your content. Right. And when you're not there, they think you're flaky. So whether that's, whether that's showing up one day a week, showing up two days a week, showing up seven days a week, whatever that looks like in consistency, that's what it needs to feel like. Yeah. And I, that is like an amazing gem that you just dropped right there is that that consistency piece, because like you said, when you're not consistent, then people think that you're flaky because, you know, there's so many voices out there right now. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, you know, and people see people pop up, you know, some people have pop-up shop brands, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mean like a pop-up shop that you go to. I mean, like, Today you was doing this and then tomorrow it's like, wait, what was she, she, what is she doing yesterday? She was selling it, not today. I'm like, okay, I don't know what to think. You know, I mean, that's what the consumer is. They're confused and they don't know how to process that. They don't, they really don't because they're looking to you. You know, when you're defining your audience, they're looking to you to tell them what you're doing. And so sometimes you also have to give yourself some time to grow, right? Right. So it's not just even in that, you got to give yourself some time because like, like you said, that's a blink. Three months is a blink. It It is a blink. It really is a blink. But I know just from being in the trenches and just from working with other entrepreneurs, it's like you know, they're like, oh my God, I did this and it's not working. And I'm like, how do you know it's not working? You did this for all the five minutes and 45 seconds. Like how, what are you basing this off of? Like, you know what is your, you don't even have a baseline yet. Like if you haven't made it through three months, you don't even have uh, three months of consistency because we're going to stick with that word consistency. But you you don't have that, you don't even have a baseline. You don't, but you know what else it is? We get so enamored with what we see on social media as success. And so that becomes a problem. So you might see somebody 
blow up or you think that they blew up, but you don't know how long that they've been working. You don't know what they their story is behind. And sometimes people can be selling you things that just aren't true, right? That so part. You, <laughs> so you, I mean, so you have got to build, not everybody is going to have that Cinderella story right away. And that's okay. And for those who have it, that's great. But most times it takes some hard work. It right. takes- you had to put some sweat equity into your brand. And oh you my gosh, you're the second person to say sweat equity to me today. <laughs> you do, you do. You got you you got to show up and show out every day, you know, and, and work it. You know, one of the things I was telling you earlier was that you are your brand. And I think most times people don't realize what they think their brand is a logo. Like your brand is not your logo. Lord Jesus, say it again for the people that, that that didn't have the volume turned up. Turn up the volume so you can hear her. The brand, your brand is not your logo. You are your brand. You, what you, what you're representing, what you're bringing across all of your platforms in person, in the digital sphere, every time you touch a customer point, how you behave, that's your brand. And yes. that's your, and that's, your, that becomes your digital reputation. So yes. don't think of it as my my branding, right? Is my logo and my colors and my cute tagline, right? I mean, right. you can have those things, but that doesn't necessarily make your brand. That, not at all. Not at all. It's not, you know, earlier today we were talking about the idea of, you know, foundation. Your messaging is that foundation of your brand, you know, how you are presenting. What are you talking about? What, what's the transformation that you're providing to people? You know, all of that is a part of your brand and that's the core of it. And all of these other things are just accessories yes. that go along with it, that complement it. But if you don't have that core, then where, what are you doing? And then most times you have to, you know, just like, you know, if you're building a brand, just like in business, you have to niche down. You have to identify who your target audience is. That's really important, you know, because you can't be everything for everybody and you can't serve in every space. So looking at, you know, looking internally and figuring out who your brand is for is really, really key. And that's going to help you become successful. And you know, what I find so interesting is that so many people, you know, as much as the word branding is overused and thrown out there, if you ask the average entrepreneur who their target audience is, who they're serving, they can't answer that question. And that, if you don't know that, then all of your branding is for not. It, like preach, tell your them branding again. is built off of that. Everything comes up from there. So, it, you know, that's the, that's the work that everybody wants to avoid because everybody wants to say, well, I serve everybody. If you serve everybody, you serve nobody. Oh, I was going to say it. you, you can't, you can't. That's the one thing I say, who, who is your target market? But you know what? One of the things I also want to share, it's okay for your brand to shift and grow. And I use myself as an example. You know, when I first started out, my brand was specifically, I was, I was discovering it. So it was literally, if you're a solopreneur, entrepreneur, just starting out. But for me, I've started to morph into more corporate clients and my branding has shifted towards that. Do I still have clients that are solopreneurs, entrepreneurs? Yes, absolutely. But as I decide, as my as my brand decided to grow and mature, so did the branding collateral. So, so did the website, so did the logo, so did those things, but it all came off of where the vision was going. Who are my, who's my target audience? Where am I trying to serve? Correct. And I, I totally agree with you because you can shift. And I did the same thing. I started out, I was, you know, doing parties for moms. And now, you know, it's mostly, you know, for corporate clients, we still do events, private events, but they have a, you know, there's a different clientele and everything shifted along with that. And so that that is so true. But 
you have to know that answer. <laughs> you do. If you don't know that answer, if you're listening to this right now and you don't know that answer, then I'm going to need you to take a moment and really start to think about that because that is the key. And, you know, just bringing it back to the, the overall topic, that's the difference maker of being able to have your branding work for you. Because if you know who your person is and your branding speaks to that person, your branding is reeling them in. It is. It is. It's reeling them in. You, 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 you somewhere sitting on the beach or sitting, sitting, you know, in your comfy chair in your pajamas and your branding is reeling them in and you're not, you're not having to do anything because that branding has already spoke to them. Yeah, because once you hit on your target audience, you're only talking to them. It's the difference, you know, it's the difference between somebody asking you, well, I'm not sure if I can make the payment and somebody saying sent next steps. Yes, yes. It's, it's, it's the total. It's, it's a di- whole different beast. Like I, I'll give an example. I've had people who I've never met before that come into my you know circle want to do business and i've been on either a site visit or just over email with a a new client i'm so excited to work with you i've never talked to this person before like i you literally filled out a form but they can feel the energy but they but they have already been nurtured through that branding absolutely and that has brought them in and they're just like they like, you know, we best friends. And I'm like, hey, girl, let's, let's, let's plan a party. And that's what you want, because that means that you are being consistent across all of your messaging platforms. That means when you send out those automated emails, because Danielle loves automation. So when she sends out those automation emails, they <laughs> still feel like her. That means when you see her on social media, it still shows up as her. When she's sending those text messages, it feels like her. So you know what happens? By the time they actually meet you in person, they feel like they know you. And that's what you want. You want to be that person that they already know because then it's easier to have conversions. It's easy for repeat business. It's easy for referrals. It makes your business grow. When you are, when you show up as the same person that you promised them in all of your materials. Especially when they feel like that's the person for them. You know, like when you have that moment, like I love, you know, and I mean, part of it is just that I'm a geek about this type of stuff, but just part of it is just some, you know, sometimes a brand gets it totally right. But like when you have that moment and you read somebody's like marketing materials and you're like, shut the front door. How do you know? I'm like, you know, looking around, are there cameras in the house? How did you know that about me? And that's, mm-hmm. I, I love when somebody hits it that, that well, that you're just like, wow. But yeah. that's the goal. You know what I'm saying? That, like, that's, 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 that's the goal you're seeking. That's, that's definitely a goal. But you start with understanding and knowing that you are the billboard. You are the brand. You are the one first and the other stuff you need, you may not need it right away, but you do need, right? but you are the face. And I think people tend to forget that. Yeah. And we, when we were talking earlier, we we were talking, the analogy um, that we were talking about was getting, you know, you know, I love, I love an analogy. The analogy was getting dressed. So, you know, let's say, you know, we're both from New Orleans. Let's say you're getting ready for the Zulu ball and you, you got your dress, you got your, you know, makeup, you got your earrings, you got everything going on. And we all seen this lady come out the house. But you ain't put that, you didn't put that Spanx on. You didn't put that, that foundational piece on. And you went through all that trouble, spent all that money, and you out here looking a little sloppy because you don't have that foundation. And so that's where that messaging starts is the foundation. And you can dress it up from there. And I mean, you can you make can. it gorgeous from there. But you, you got to start with the foundation. 
you know, part of our earlier conversation, I was telling Danielle, I had just did a post that said to be bold. That was a post that I did yesterday. And part of it was about thoughts that people may have that I get questions about. What if my colors aren't professional enough? What is professional enough, right? Because what I was telling Danielle, and she touched upon it in my introduction, is that you have to be authentically yourself. So however that is for you, you have to show up like that. And if you don't show up like that, then people can tell. So if your your colors, they're your colors. You want you, but you, you know, if someone else said they're not professional enough, maybe it's not professional for them, but they're professional for you. Right. And then also is who's your audience? Because there's mm-hmm. a lot of times that I might see a flyer or an ad or this or that. <clears throat> And my husband laughs at me all the time because I'll start to say something and then I catch myself and I say, mm, I'm not their target audience. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it's, sometimes it's not a matter of that something was wrong with it. It just doesn't speak to me, but I right. wasn't who they were talking to. Absolutely. So and, that's, somebody, and that's okay. Yeah, and that's, and that's okay. okay. Somebody may see your colors, you know, I might see your colors and be like, oh, God, you know, like th- that's a lot because I'm a less is more sort of girl. So I might be like, whoa, that's a whole lot going on. But the person that's called to you, they might be like, man, that is so catchy. That is so, mm-hmm. you know, because there are people that will look at my stuff and say, oh, you need to punch it up. And I'm like, I don't want to. <laughs> but you know right. what you're right like they also give you feeling right you know Danielle mentioned you know I'm the branding bestie so having a pink flirty color even though it's a bolder hot pink works for my aesthetic and it works with my brand right because it's also playful but professional for me right. so when you show up and I'm giving you feedback on your brand on your socials, there it's done from a, a place of love as if I would give it to a friend because it goes with the messaging. So that's kind of what you have to realize. What does your brand say about you? Correct, correct. It's all It all ties together and it all goes right back to that messaging because that's who you are saying. And um, I was talking to some of my um, sister coaches one day and I was working on like... Um, I was working on a a landing page for something and we go back and forth and share stuff or whatever. And one of them said, you know what? She's like, every time I look at your stuff, it just gives me like calm and like relaxed and like ease. And I was like, yes, because that's (laughs) That's the vibe I'm going for. So I, that was like the biggest like compliment to me because that was exactly the vibe you were like I you was get going it. for and so it's like okay I, I'm hitting that mark and you're getting what I'm trying to put out there and that's that's how your colors and your logo and all of that stuff comes into play is just to supplement it's just to further absolutely that vibe that you already are putting out there with your messaging and who you are and how you show up so that, you know, I, I, I love that you, you spoke to that because like I said, when I see your stuff and I see, you know, Brandon Bestie, I'm like, let's go and have some mimosas and sit here and go over this branding. Absolutely. And that is, and that's the goal. And that's what my clients do. That's what we want to do. It doesn't have to be stuffy. It doesn't have to be intimidating. I take that knowledge that I have and put it to you in a way that makes sense. You know, sometimes people like to use all the jargon and they can, but for me, I like to speak plain English to people so you can get it because everybody doesn't walk in that marketing sphere. Everybody doesn't walk in that communication sphere and that's okay too, but they need to know what to do to, to enhance themselves. And, and that's I mean, goal. that's, that is just another way that we connect because that's me, because I'm like, I could throw these words out here to, to prove a point to you, but that's not the point. If you're not walking away with the knowledge, the, 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 the technical words 
that's pointless, you know, because a lot of times you even hear people use the words because they've heard the words. And I'm like, that ain't even what that word means. You but, have to, you don't want to have to go Google it. Like, what did she tell me? In I'm the like, that's you not to... even what that word means. But I don't, but it that's so beyond the point, I think, because mm-hmm. a lot of business owners get frustrated because they go to try to get the knowledge, but the people giving them the knowledge are talking to them as if they're in that field. Absolutely. And they get frustrated because they're like, I don't understand. <laughs> and that's where I'm like, no, we're going to, we're going to make it plain. <laughs> and that's why I'm an analogies girl, because I'm like, okay, what should, what do you do? Okay. Let's, let's break this down in an example that makes sense to your industry, because now all of a sudden it makes more sense. If it's, you know, if you do hair, okay. So girl, think about if <laughs> like, you know, somebody came in there and they didn't have, you know, they, they, their actual hair itself was damaged. That's the foundation. You can't then go put a new color on okay. that hair. Think about it like that. That's how simple, you know, you have to break it down sometimes for people to really get it. And that's the goal. And I love that that's a part of how you do business as well is that people are walking away and getting it. Yes, if, if, if they don't get it, what's the point? I mean, right. I did I didn't help them. What's the point? Right. Because I, you know, I want you to walk away a more confident business owner. Because Absolutely. a lot of times it's the, those little things that make such a big difference in your business, but it's not that people are not doing them because they don't want to, it's just because they don't know. They don't know how and they don't know why it's important. Absolutely. And they may not even know what things to put in place because what I tell people all the time is I may help you here, but you still need a business coach to help you do some of the other things that you need to do with automations and systems because it all works together. You can't, you know, I may help you get your messaging out and clarify your message to your audience. And on that, we can do some things and you, you might get more clients in, you might get more sponsorship dollars, donations, but in order to keep that going, you're going to have to put some systems in place. Right, right. What did, you know, you got it. Now what? <laughs> now what to do with it? Mm-hmm, absolutely. So yeah, I totally, totally agree on that. So another question for you. Okay. What, um, what do you think is, or how would you describe how the whole, you know, branding arm comes into play as far as just really um, working with ease? So like I said before, I think your branding is your foundation that's you. You have to do a couple things. You have to identify your target, your target audience. Figure out who that person is. That would be the first thing that I would tell you. What is a dream client? You know, and I'll put it in the simple terms. What does your dream client look like? Because we can dream about those things. Two, once you do that, how can you serve them? Niche down. What can you offer them that somebody else can't offer them and how? And then make it simple. Make it to where you're the only option. And that's done through messaging and consistency. Because once you do those three things, like Danielle said earlier, your branding is working for itself. Your clients are coming on their own. You're going to get referrals. All that helps you to turn profit within your business because you've zoned in on who your audience was. Just that, just those three simple things will turn your whole business around. That is so, so, so true. I am so glad (laughs) to have you here and to have you speaking on this topic because it's one that's near and dear to my heart. And it's so true. Like people don't realize that, like, you know, when I was like, when I was shifting my business to go more corporate and leave, you know, I was planning on leaving my job and all this stuff like that. Like a lot of people were like, oh, well, are you, you know, they thought I was about to sit up here and just pack my books, pack my books, pack my books, you know, just try to draw in business, draw in business as far as you know, just like booking myself up, the things that I do during my downtime, like when I don't, when, when, 
you know, I'm looking at, you know, things and I'm like, okay, I need to get more people in the door. I work on my branding. I work on my systems. Like most people are out there trying to pitch this and pitch that. No, no, no. That's not my approach. I make sure that that stuff is tight because that stuff brings people in. Just like you say, it just consistently brings people in. But the other thing is, it's okay. Every client is not for you. So even when you may get a client, but they don't fit your brand, trust me, it's easier to turn that client, that potential client away. It's going to be more of a headache. It's okay to say (laughs) no. (laughs) Like I think people, you know, people underestimate that. You know, that was something I had to learn when I first started, right? Because you're like, oh, the more clients, the better, the more clients, the better. I get, we've all been there. We've all done that. But is it because it's you got more stress? No, it's you got not. more stress. You know that client is on you. They, on, I have a friend. She says it like this: They on your, on your yard line, your one yard line. Yes. <laughs> when you have the, when you don't have the right client who trusts you, who trusts with you, who sees your vision, they on your one yard line. And you work most, harder for that client than you do for all the rest. And most times when you decide to go into business, you do it because you have a passion for it. You do it because you want to spend more time with your family. You do it because it, you know, for freedom, whatever that freedom looks like for you. So having the wrong client and being on your one yard line is not the freedom. At all. It doesn't give you freedom. It brings you stress. It's like you working for somebody all over again. Like, you know, like it's just no like positive to it. Um, One of the things that I, you know, I had to realize and now I try to tell everybody that I can, saying no is the best form of customer service. Oh, I like that. I'm going to have to use that. That And I'm going to explain it just, you know, for those who may be like, what, what what does she mean? (laughs) Saying no is the best form of customer service because you set rules, policies, boundaries for a reason. And when you step outside of who your client is, when you step outside of what you have already established is your you know, process, when you do all of those things, when you say yes, when you were supposed to say no, like you said, that person's on your one yard line. They stressing you out, you aggravated, you end up usually um, spending more time with them than what they paid for. So now you are, you know, you're losing money on this job because you're just the time factor alone with that type of client. <laughs> then now you're not your best self for your actual target client. Because now you aggravated. So you in a mood. Now you tired because you was up all night working on this thing for this person, or you were, you know, going back and forth with them via email, whatever it was. So now you're tired. So when your real client shows up, you not you. Because this person then pulled you out of your element. So you're not you. And so I had to learn that. And I had to just say, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore because I've had situations where like I had this one instance where I took this client and I only took her because the venue referred her to me. She was below my minimum order. She was, you know, it was a whole bunch of things that was no, no, no. Red flags was already there. Took the order anyway. I go to do the order. The lady it calls me. She's all upset. She's going back and forth, this, that, and the other. And I had another, the only reason that I took it was two reasons. One, because of the venue. And two, I had another order in that area about the same time. So I was like, okay, well, I'll accommodate her because I'm already going to be out. Now you dipping into my time with my person who was paying above the minimum, who was a good client, who actually had two events that week. So this was their second event from the week. And I'm all aggravated when I show up to this client because I just got off the phone with this crazy conversation with you. And that for me, I was just like, you know what? Not, not never again. 
Absolutely. You have to set those those boundaries, but it goes back to non-negotiable on who your target audience is. Right. And that's who I'm here for. That's who I'm talking to. That's that that's where my energy is. And so my energy is for them. We like working with each other. It's a wonderful experience. It's totally different, you know, because you show up for a job. They're already excited for you to even just walk in the door. You, you know, you set up, you have fun. They're excited about what you did. They're posting, sharing, giving reviews because y'all, y'all in love with each other. That that's <laughs> what branding is. You know, like that when is. I explain branding to my clients, I tell them it's I said it's, you know, you're it's matchmaking. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So y'all in love each y'all love each other. Y'all enjoying each other, and then you go back to what you said. You started this because you were passionate about it. So enjoy Absolutely. it. It should be enjoyable. It definitely you you hit it you hit it on the nail right there. It is matchmaking. It truly is because when you are speaking to your people, they know they right. can feel it. Right. So it is absolutely right. And sometimes you have that, you know, bit of baby mama who just like mad at the world. Look, we're not doing that over here. Look, we're doing happy over here. Happy. <laughs> this is happy. you, you wasn't invited. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry that you got here by accident, but guess what? You're not invited to this party because we're not having a pity party. We're having a happy party. So you have to be able to stand in that and know that. You know, a lot of times people looking at it from a financial standpoint, but when the truer you are to your target audience, the, the, the more consistent your money becomes. Oh, of course, because you're speaking right to them. You know, something Danielle said earlier about me watching me, but I have watched Danielle's branding grow tremendously and it, it is amazing. I'm excited to see what motivational tips for business that she is giving. You know, I said to myself, I'm gonna try that. That today I think she shared in my it might not even been today, but I saw it where it said 24 hour no complaining. That was this morning. Yeah. Well when this airs that's gonna have been like last month. But yes, that was that, that was know. this morning based on the recording. But yes, yeah. I mean because sometimes it's not just about the business. It's about, you have to do your lifestyle stuff. You have to deal with your life and your mindset to be an entrepreneur. like that. But I, but I always tell people that is part of your branding and part of your business because people do business with people who they like, trust, and they believe in. So they're not just buying your product of your business coaching services or your balloon services, right? They're buying who you are. So if you're a positive, if you're laid back, if you're non-stressed, non-confrontational, that there is a person out there who is looking for that in a service provider. That's right, who they right. want. They're like, wow, she's not complaining. She's, she's leading on do not complain. I can get with that because I'm a glass half full type person, not glass half empty. So I don't want to be complaining or when they, I see the stuff on social media and everybody airing out all the negative traits. That's to me. Right. It's like, all right. I mean, you get yeah, happy. Like sometimes, <laughs> like maybe on Thursday, like one of these days, <laughs> that, are you, that, are you, you happy? Know, like, that, can we find something that you're happy about? Like, what is that thing? Right. And if I never see you because I'm following, right? I'm engaged. Something about you engaged me, right? And that's what, for all of your audience, something about them engaged them, whether it wasn't, you know, a tip, right? Or, or a positive thought, but then they're coming back when they're seeing it, they're seeing what else is out there. Oh man, she's positive. These are these encouragement moments. These are the things, you know, is she funny? You know, because some people like, <laughs> man, she is funny. Whatever those are about you, that is, there is an audience out there waiting for that. And that's somebody, that's not somebody else. You know, that analogy with the bread aisle, how many different loaves of bread? Right, right. And that was something, I mean, just, you know, truth moment, that was something that I had to, it's kind of funny that I kind of stumbled into both businesses with the coaching business. I was just like, I mean, they got people out there that that's 
doing that. They got people out there that's teaching that. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a big faith believer. The Lord had to sit me down like about four, five times and say, girl, this is for you. (laughs) These people, like every time when I just was like, nah, I don't know. Nah, I don't know. I get an inbox from somebody. And then I, I sit there, I say, okay, Lord, I hear you. All right. I hear you. I hear you. But it was just of, you know, me really understanding that they could have, you know, just like you say with the bread out, they could have 4,000 people doing whatever, but for whatever reason, what you're saying is resonating with these people. Absolutely. And they come in, in your inbox talking about, Hey, such and such, such and such. And I'm like, I know that there's someone else doing this. I know that there's, you know, other people in this field, but I'm like, for whatever reason, you're hearing my voice and that's the voice you need to hear. And so, you know, to everybody out there listening, there is someone that is waiting on you. Definitely. There's someone and, you know, I know everybody don't have the same faith belief that ain't none of my business. I'm going to just stay in my lane of what I know and what I believe God has you set up for someone. He has assigned people to you. And until you get out there and speak that message, they're not hearing it. They lost somewhere waiting. They wait for you. You said that early. They waiting for you. Literally waiting for you. And, you know, when you start to step into it, you will start to see because you'll start to have those testimonies. You'll start to have those people that are like, hold up, like, you know, like I've been sitting here looking for something, searching for something. And now I know what it is. But wait, but let me, let me share something that may not be a single person you really know in real life. No, and that be that's that's the that let me tell it you, could be an absolute the, stranger. Absolutely, because you know what? By the time your friends and family see it, some other people have already seen it, right? So right. do not be discouraged if your friends don't see it yet. Don't let and it that may be. Not, they may not be your people. They may not be. And that's they okay. may not be your people, and that is okay. Like, don't get upset about that. People mm-hmm. say, oh, nobody's supporting me. You may not be the thing that they need. They may not be your people, but somebody is out there looking for Look. what you have, but you need to talk to them because the thing about it is, you know, people, people are, you know, ain't nobody trying to be nobody's side chick. <laughs> preach your your person wants to feel like you're talking to them when you start all this everybody and everybody and you start speaking in you know casting these wide net your customers your your ideal customer is sitting there like i mean he cute now but i don't know because he seemed like he playing the field but when you come correct and you come focused on your client that's when they will come back and say you know that's when they have that connection and they're like no this is my person like this is my person and that you know that connection is what brings makes people be able to swipe that card because you know people follow a lot of people they do and that's not the conversion you want you don't want the one you for me, I'm going to tell, let me tell y'all a secret. I tell my clients, I, it, it, I don't need a hundred thousand followers. I need signed contracts. Right. Hello. <laughs> so Hello. you can be as popular as all get out, but do that bank account look right. Right. Cause they, because people follow people and they unfollow people, but you know, with successful, how I measure my success is how many people I got on board? Who's coming? Who's right. doing the referrals? Who's, where am I getting speaking engagements? Am I getting, like, those are the things where I could quantify my message is going out and someone's receiving it. And this is what it yielded. Not an imaginary follower account because that's not helping me get to any of my goals. 
No, I mean, that's, that, that's nice. And, you know, and I know I, I, one of my biggest pet peeves is the whole like for like. I'd be like, oh, God, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Like, you you have all of these followers, and they're not your ideal client. And then you, and so then basically, what? you got all these people following you just so you have followers. And then you're messing up the algorithm. I mean, I know the algorithm just change every 14 seconds too. That's a different conversation. That but is, that, and we can have that one too, because that one. Well, you're going to have to come back for that one because that's a whole podcast <laughs> in and of itself. But the thing is, is that, you know, you mess all of that up because you're just trying to be big, but, but be accomplished. I, I, absolutely. I had this conversation with a potential client. And I couldn't understand why he was harping on his follower count. And I was like, it, that doesn't matter. Don't do that. This is where I think you ought to go to serve how you can expand your message because that'll come. But that's not the goal. That's not the goal. They have so many people in my DMs now, you know, that I have to just block and be like, do you want to get X amount of followers for X amount of dollars? Right. No. Right. But people will sit there and do that stuff because they're they're confused about what really matters. It's it's the connection, it's the quality of that connection, not just that you have followers to say that you have followers. It's just like, you know, I got into uh um, well, I'm not gonna call it an argument because I walked away, but this girl got really upset with me um on a post once because somebody asked me about pricing like they were you know they wouldn't they were saying what do you you know what would you charge for this design or whatever and so I was like oh I would charge this um the original poster was trying to get the information this other girl was like well if you charge that then I'm sure you probably um you probably don't never be booked I said book is not (laughs) the metric that I'm looking at paid is the metric that I'm looking at. So I'm not, I say, I have no desire to be booked in the sense that y'all talk about being booked. I have no desire for that. Like I want to be able to be able to comfortably run that business, make income and still be able to enjoy my life. Absolutely. Because her book and your book is different. Right. Because, you know, if <laughs> sometimes I'm not about to do 25 jobs just to make the money that you should be making in one if you charge appropriately, like I'm not doing you, that. Or if you found your your target audience, right? Right. Because that's what I said earlier. It's the difference between invoice paid versus, well, I got this and this and this and this and this. You don't need that. You mm-hmm. don't need that. Because the goal, at least for me, is to have more family time. To be right. able to have some freedom. So book for me is not booked every Saturday doing something. Book no. for me is not every Thursday night doing something. That's not, no. that's not it. Like, no, I don't want that at all. Like, I mean, if I wanted to be like that, I'd have just stayed at the job. Like, I don't, like, I don't want that. The whole point is time freedom for me. The Mm -hmm. whole point is being able to do something I love and still love it. Not being like, oh my God, I'm so worn out from doing this thing. Like, you know, one of the posts I posted, I think last week said, um, if you don't have time to rest, you're not charging enough. Oh, absolutely. You know, that's just, rest is a part of it. Like we are human beings. We're not designed to be, you know, quote unquote, on the grind. Like that is not you know, how we're set up. How I say, let me say what I say about that. That's so 2021. Like we leave that. I, I love it. I love leave, it. Leave that grind mentality. Ooh. Yeah. Leave that someplace else. Like you, we deserve luxury. Right. <laughs> we, deserve, we deserve rest. We deserve that. That grind culture mentality where I get where you see it everywhere for businesses. Like you have to do X, Y, Z all the time. 
And maybe you have some late nights sometimes, but it should not be a constant. No, that should not be your norm. That should not at all be your norm. We all know we didn't pull the all-nighter. We know what it's like when you're in building stage, because in building stage, you know, you, you, you're trying to pull all this stuff together. I get that, but that's not, that is, you know, that is not how you should function on a regular basis. Like, that's just not normal. Like, it's mm-hmm. just... I mean, I, I've had somebody say one time, um, you know, if if you're not um, up to accept the, the the inquiry at three in the morning, somebody else going to get it. Let them have it. I don't care. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because if I you, like to sleep. Well, because if you expecting me to be up at 3 a.m., then you're going to be expecting a whole bunch of things that may not be in the boundaries. Right. And that, and that's the other thing, too, because the, the importance of those boundaries, I'm I could be up at three o'clock in the morning and an inquiry could come in at three o'clock in the morning. And guess what? I could answer it at three o'clock in the morning, but guess what else? It's not going to get to them until business hours because I don't even want you to know that I was up at three o'clock in the morning because I don't want you to think that that's an acceptable time to send me an email. Absolutely. So so when you get your response, it's going to be a delayed response that comes between 9.30 and three o'clock. It, that that's when you're going to get it. So that's, that's just it. Like, I'm just, you have to be able to protect those, those boundaries as a business owner. That's like so, so important. So I'm going to wrap up because we can sit here and talk all, we, we all night long. I, I'm really enjoying fun. this conversation, but Me I'm going to wrap up because I, I'm, I'm trying to keep it a little shorter. So, okay. So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. These are just my standard podcast questions um, that I want to, you know, everybody to share a little bit of, you know, their, their personality. So first of all, you know, it's, it's profits in pajamas. Yes. Tell me about your favorite pajamas. So my favorite pajamas are actually ones that kind of look like this, right? Okay. They're these old school, traditional um, button up pajamas that could look like they were men's at first, but that are tailored. And All right, for, I like and it. For fun, I like them with shorts instead of like the pants. So like finding okay. a set that's the long sleeve shirt, but with shorts. Ah, that's cute. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. Okay, so finish this sentence for me. My okay. time freedom allows me to spend more time with my family. I love that. And you have a beautiful family. And if you follow Kayla, like, you know, I love when you share the um, adventures of Max in London. Like, it's mm-hmm. just, they are so stinking cute. Like, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. I have had people that, you know, we grew up together. You know, when we said we go way back, let me just, we go back since elementary school. Elementary school. Elementary yes. school. I have had another elementary school friend see me at the snowball stand in, New Orleans and said, that's Kayla because she saw my kids. Right, right. <laughs> Never met no, them I in totally real life, it. but saw my kids and was like, that is Kayla because those are her kids. Right. No, totally, totally. I love, you know, like a lot of people have a lot to say about social media, but I love social media because of the fact that you can see that and you can follow that. So I feel like I have this whole collection of like, you know, the next generation that I ain't never met before in my life, but I feel like I know everything about them. Like, Well, and that's again, your target audience, what social media does for you, right? For me, like you is a positive thing. I'm not dwelling in the negativity. I don't have all the craziness on my feed. So I don't really see any of that kind of stuff. No, that's that. That's a, a easy way for me to start like unfriending and blocking people. I'm like, I mean, you ain't do me nothing, but I mean, all you bringing is drama and this. And, I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. You speaking a language I don't understand. Let me just unfollow because yeah, it just. I like to go on there and see what you know, what people are cooking, what accomplishments are they making, what you know, what are their kids doing? Like, it, it, I don't know. I just feel like it. I just like positive energy in my space. So absolutely. Um, I, I love, love following your kids. I'm like, okay, well, all right then. Go chill, play soccer, do all the things. <laughs> they, and they do all the things. <laughs> they do all the things. No, I love it. 
Okay, so what is the best advice that you could give anyone who is seeking a profits in pajamas lifestyle? That's a great question. <laughs> so, I, and I really think it is, but I'm going to say it's going to go back to the things that I said earlier, which is number one, identify your target audience. Think about it as your dream clients and identify that person. For me, my dream client, and this is gonna sound, sound very cliche, is me, right? Somebody who likes nice things, who's willing to pay for them, not ask for the hookup discounts, you know, whether I, even if I have to say for it, is I like it, I want it, I think I, I like that. So who? that's who my target audience is, right? So do that, niche down. What do you offer them? What can you do to support them? Answer the question that they are looking for because they are looking for the question. And three, make sure you show up consistently wherever you are and whatever that consistency looks like for you, show up and show out, but be your authentic self. Because when you do that, then people feel like they know you, they like you, they trust you, and they want to do business with you. Beautiful. And those three things will help you have that profits and pajamas lifestyle. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So just recapping, um, I'm here with um, Kayla Lewis and she is, I, I never said your business name. She's with Rendezvous Branding mm -hmm. and I want you guys to go follow her. So um, before I, I, you share how they can follow you, what are you working on right now? I know you're doing um, some Instagram profile audits. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? Absolutely. So right now we've kind of touched upon it a little bit, but right now everyone wants to show up as their best selves on social media, um, especially Instagram, because it is a visual um, platform. So what I'm doing right now is doing social media Instagram audits, where we go ahead and look at your profile. We go and, and decide what does it look like from your title to your bio, to your highlight buttons, and to what are you trying to convey to your message. And so that's something that we're doing for all of anyone who's looking for it. And we found from clients, my team and I, that it has been successful. So we had one client who is a mommy influencer. And so she has started to see some change and growth in her numbers when we just kind of did little minor tweaks, because again, I want you to show up as your true self. So we did minor tweaks to her. Things like that were searchable that she didn't realize as even in your name is searchable function and made those little tweaks. So if you need help with your Instagram bio to show up as your true self on Instagram, give us a call. There should be a link in the, in the bio below and you can get in touch with us. Okay, awesome. Yes, we're going to have a link in that bio below so that you can get in touch with Kayla and that you can um, get this Instagram profile audit so you can be all the way together. Cause you know, I mean, yeah. Instagram is, is, is on and popping. Everybody's on there and they're looking for, you know, they're looking for just about everything. So, everything. so, you know, make sure that you, you know, you have that on lock. Um, if, you know, if they want to get connected with you or follow you, what is the best way that they can follow you and um, get their own branding bestie? Well, if you are on Instagram and Facebook, you can follow at Rendezvous. That's R-E-N-D-E-V-I-E-U-X. So on Facebook and Instagram at Rendezvous. You can also follow us on Pinterest at your branding bestie. So you can follow us on Pinterest there. And then you can follow me on LinkedIn at Kayla Barnett Lewis. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. If y'all are not following Kayla, I need you to go ahead and follow her. Um, I love her content. Um, there, you know, there are a lot of people that I, you know, follow on Instagram, follow on Facebook, but there's, there's only so many that I'm like looking for their content all of the time. Like I'm excited to see their content and Kayla is definitely one of those people. So thank you. I, thank you. Thank you. Like, I, I, I reach out to the people that resonate with me. 
because I want my audience to know awesome people. I know a lot of awesome people and I want my audience to know the same type of awesome people. So I do take it very seriously when I like am thinking about somebody being on um, any of the platforms that I'm on because I'm like, I don't, you know, I, you know, I, I got trust issues. I don't want to bring <laughs> nobody on here that <laughs> that's not my people. Well, so, thank you. Thank you for allowing me to be here. I, this was great conversation. We didn't came, showed up, showed out, and stayed a little bit longer than right. expected. Right. We, you know, look, like, when we, we we're in the zone, we got to keep giving it to you. We're not gonna um cut back just because of what the clock says. We want to make sure you get all of the gems, all of the jewels. So I appreciate you being here. Um, again, I'm Coach Danny D with Workflow. If you want to follow me, you can follow me at your workflow on um, Instagram or on Facebook. You can, um, if you want to join one of my programs, you can go to coachdannyd.com and get more information about the programs that I'm running. And, you know, just keep following every Wednesday, we're going to have a new episode of the Prophets in Pajamas podcast, always, you know, just dropping gems about having that lifestyle of working with ease. So thanks again, Kayla, for being here. And I will talk to you guys soon. Okay, bye. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Profits in Pajamas podcast. I hope you got some great tips to start working with ease. Want to stay connected? Follow me at Your Workflow on Instagram. For more information about building your luxury brand, register for my upcoming luxury brand workshop at CoachDannyD.com.